0: Living for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report.
1: Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Tuesday the 7th of December 2021. I'm Dom Knight. Hello Gabby Bolt. Hello. And hello, I can't believe he's here. It's Charles Firth, ladies and gentlemen.
2: That's Whoop. right. You can resubscribe to this podcast. <laughs> I'm back.
1: Gabby, can you just pinch him to make sure he's real?
2: Let Not the- some sort
1: of weird... Zoom
2: hologram, hologram. Yeah, is really yeah. He's really
3: here. That's all him.
2: That's right. <laughs> Bit of a celebrity, Flesh just and bone. Uh, deigning to come to your shoddy little podcast. Oh, you, so the you week
3: away humbled him then. <laughs> <laughs> were you on TV on the
1: weekend, like Gabby?
2: No, were you on the yeah, TV? I was
3: on SBS Ooh, before the, all the tits came the, out. That's the yeah. fifth
2: highest rating uh, TV broadcast, and I'm
3: the fifth highest rating Chaser member, so it's it works out well. Well, actually, oh,
2: I'm pretty. I think. I don't want to be
1: awkward, but I think Gabby is now officially more famous than you, Chase.
2: Ah, no. no yeah, I think it's all. happened. It was inevitable.
3: No, I don't have a Wikipedia page yet. Until then, we can't definitively rank fame.
1: I think you'll find that if we set the task to of the office, by the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. you will have
2: a Wikipedia page. You don't want oh. the interns to write No, I do not. Nah.
1: Dear listener, if you're a Wikipedian, you know what to do. No. It's G-A-B-B-I. I-
3: yeah. <sighs> oh, Christ.
1: Item one considerably more famous than her colleague, <laughs> Charles Firth. <laughs> on today's show, we're going to find out more from Charles about where on earth he's been over the last little while.
2: I, I can't comment. And Scott Morrison went to Bathurst on the weekend mm. and got booed. <laughs> Gabby's hometown. Plus,
1: we sent Xana to investigate a very concerning security situation in one of Australia's most beloved landmarks. Ooh. All that right after Rebecca Day and Amuno in the Chase newsroom. That's going to happen right after this.
0: Racing enthusiast and part-time PM Scott Morrison has proudly boasted he now holds the new record for most emissions burned after a single hot lap at Bathurst. This monumental feat was achieved by practicing drag racing with Jen and the girls in the backyard of the lodge during lockdown. Sky News is making headway on their backlog of apologies after Peter Credlin apologised for comments made about the South Sudanese community over a year ago. This is promising news to everyone affected by Sky's comments on climate change, COVID, LGBT issues, race issues, African gangs, poor people, Greens voters, Dan Andrews, uni students, high school students, primary school students and preschool students who are eagerly awaiting their apologies any day between now and 2023. Police have reported there were no survivors after a local man attempted to clean his spoon underneath a running tap, despite attempts to lessen splashback by turning the spoon over. Community leaders are urging for calm after the incident, saying it is in no way representative of the majority of spoon washers. That's the latest headlines from The Chaser Report. I'm Rebecca Deunamuno, and I eat all my advent calendar chocolates on the first day.
1: So Scott Morrison is officially in election mode. He was at Bathurst. And not only was he at Bathurst, Gabby, your mm. hometown, he went to Mount Panorama and did a lap with Scafie at 230 <laughs> kilometres per hour, yeah. which is the only time Scott Morrison has ever done anything quickly.
3: Yeah. It's a shame he didn't get the full Peter Brock treatment, to be honest. <laughs> I know we can't use that, Lachlan. No, that's good. You should totally <laughs> No, that, I literally just wished a death threat G- on Gaby, the Prime Minister. This <laughs> thing where you
1: say things that we have to cut out. I know, I'm sorry. And then ask them to be cut out. Um, I just don't think Lachlan should cut them out. No, <laughs> definitely
2: not.
3: No, but you know what? He didn't have the full Bathurst experience because the truth is if you're going to have the full Bathurst experience, you stop at the top of Walu Mount Panorama mm. and you get really, really drunk and then you sit in your car for a bit. Oh, yeah? During the the race. Oh, no, not during the race. (laughs) Just any other day Mm. and not go over 60 because if you go over 60, you get booked.
2: But did you see that he got booed by the crowd?
3: (laughs) Yeah, bloody proud of that one, I reckon.
2: And I I love it because I think he went there, was it three years ago he went there, just after he'd been made Mm -hmm. Prime Minister, and there's this photo of him standing with his thumbs up Yep, and the rest of the crowd are also wanting to get into the selfie with him. Yeah. And this time around <laughs> he's sort of peeking with the with the cup behind him so you can't see anyone else in the background. Yeah. I don't think anyone wanted to be seen. It was a big up yours.
3: (laughs) No, it's funny because it's like it's like such a 50 50 voting town too. like. What?
2: Upper class Bogans and lower class Bogans? No. 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 What? Between liberals and nationals. 50 50 (laughs)
3: 50 /50, like conservative (laughs) and leftist, I feel Mm. all the time. It's always very much on a nice edge. So it was quite funny to see a town full of what should have been supporters be like, oh.
1: There's some very good moments. He would look genuinely upstressed when he was going down (laughs) very, very quickly. Mm. But he still ended up with a. How good's Bathurst? And I've got to say, Ugh. Gabby, I've got to ask you: is it is it fair to answer that question?
3: You know what? He can't I, even ask it because I, as as one of Bathurst's local heroes, um, I <laughs> have to say he doesn't know Bathurst. Mm. He just goes everywhere and says, "How's?" How? It's like when a band tours and they go, "How good Sydney?" They don't give a fuck about Sydney. Mm. I mean, I think
1: if you don't do lappies, you haven't been to Bathurst. I don't mm. think Skymo. I don't give a shit about the supercars.
3: Mainies, unless
1: he did Mainies, yeah, and got drive through and spewed in the uh, drive.
3: Through Macca's and his ice cream spewed in the seat bin and, yeah, he hasn't experienced it.
2: So I love that, you know, we've been talking about Scott Morrison for the last three, four minutes. Mm. Meanwhile, Anthony Albanese at the same time was launching serious policy Mm. about the future of our country, about the future of the world. Yeah. And yet we haven't talked at all about him because actually yeah. he's, you know, because Scott Morrison...
3: He went to Bathurst. He's better,
1: better at being a politician in 2021. <laughs> but hang on. I don't care about Elbow because did you know that an echidna... <laughs> That's my point. An echidna walked uh. across the track while ScoMo was there.
3: And you know what? That actually is batshit yeah. because yeah. I've never seen an echidna, like... In Bathurst. I've mm. seen them on the outskirts, like on the way to Mudgee and stuff. It's more likely a roux.
2: I think it. I think it's because the Echidna heard that there were a lot of pricks around. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: I wanted to join him. I yeah. would imagine it would
2: be quite awkward for Scott Morrison because it would look like a whole bunch of injection needles that he didn't mm.
1: order in time.
3: Family <laughs> reunion.
1: So who's going to win? Uh, surely the guy who goes around Bathurst with Scafie. Isn't that all we want from a PM? We don't care about the detail. It's just,
3: yeah. I, is he made
1: to that
2: is I mean,
3: sadly, that might actually get you a couple of votes in Bathurst, yeah.
2: But three years ago, I would have said definitely. But mm. now everyone's sick of it. Everyone can see through it. Yeah. They're, they're booing him, Dom.
3: I don't they're know. We, we, nah, we've fallen into this trap before, maybe not for our country, what? but everyone was like, Trump will never get in.
2: Mm. But Scott Morrison is in. The thing that I love most is that wasn't it this exact government that ruined... Holden and Ford manufacturing <laughs> in Australia. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. I mean, you could make that serious point or you could just go, how good's
2: Bathurst? Oh. Yeah.
1: Do we have to go to the Central West and find out? Do we, really we, do?
3: To? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Because, no, because Orange and Bathurst have offered us the five-star experience. We've got to go.
2: What is the five-star experience? No,
3: in- they're going to put you up at Ridges. Like, they're serious. Oh, Ridges. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, shut up.
1: Well, look, if I can get a lap with Scaifey, <laughs> I'm definitely You
3: could come. probably get a lap with someone. Grant Daniel lives there.
1: I just want to see the echidna. So
3: what would have happened
1: if Scafi had actually crashed the car with ScoMo inside?
3: We would have named a radio station after him. No, that's not fair. I don't wish death upon Scott Morrison. I just wish for him to be slightly injured and then have to go to the Bathurst Base Hospital and realise how underfunded it is because of his policies. So.
2: You know what he would have had to do? Mm. Go to Orange. Oh, f- <laughs> Got a better hospital.
3: Not this again.
2: Is it a five-star hospital in Orange?
3: I mean, I have no idea. Are
0: hospitals starred?
1: Look, they've got Artisanal Organic wine at the hospital. That's all I know.
0: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. News you can't trust.
1: So, Charles and Gabby, do you know how much the New South Wales government spends in a year to keep seagulls away from the Opera House? $12. (laughs) A
2: year? $12? What's like,
3: what, one cent a
2: gull? $1 a month.
3: What? To I reckon. No, I reckon it's like an exorbitant amount. I reckon it's like twelve million, <laughs> <laughs> and they'll say it's for seagulls, but it's yeah, actually for yeah. like funding their own swimming pools and shit.
1: It is just shy of one hundred and ninety thousand oh dollars a year.
3: God, so That's upsetting.
2: But wait a minute, is that just one person? Is that like
1: with a executive
2: pigeon remover <laughs> job?
1: <laughs> what yeah. is his dogs? It's actual actually dog handlers. I've got a couple oh, of get dogs. Out. Um, but Sweet Hope and Pepper and a oh, few other a few other pooches. And they patrol up and down and chase away all the seagulls. Like, That's what they do.
3: Are they good boys? Like, are they by themselves? Like, and do they girls? patrol by themselves? Good it's, doggers? Ba- it's quite
2: a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah.
3: No, yeah. Well, right. no, I can understand it for dogs, though.
2: And do they, what,
1: eat the pigeons? They give a command and they run, jump up on the wall and bark at the seagulls. And the seagulls fly away. It's basically just bark on demand.
2: I think that's very unpleasant. You know
3: what, though? You guys do not pay me enough, and if they want me to do that, I'll happily do it for $170,000. Seems like a
1: pretty decent deal, doesn't it? Well, look, to find out exactly how this goes down, we cross now to the Sydney Opera House where Xander is on the scene. Hello, Xander.
5: Hello, hello, hello.
1: What's going on? Can you see any seagull dog action?
5: Yes, Dom, I'm live here at the Opera House, and what could be described as Australia's zero dark 30 is... Underway, it's quite intense here. The vibe on the ground is quite fearful. There are canine units just patrolling up and down. There is a constant avian threat to both the tourists, the security guards here, and the local populace of Sydney.
2: So, so Zander, why are people scared of pigeons? They're not pigeons, they're seagulls or seagulls, whatever they're called. (laughs)
5: Uh, from my understanding, Charles, is that people are spending upwards of a hundred dollars a meal here, which is just extravagant amounts of money, and the seagulls are coming in and stealing the chips. So they're they're stealing the locals' uh, resources, and they're making a bid to disrupt the peace. Isn't
1: this- a bit much Like why are we hearing sirens Are they say gunshots In the background
5: Yes Um. Where They've been exterminating The seagulls by force <laughs> My um, Because you know there's, there's there's only so many Seagulls the dogs Can take at
2: once So wait a minute Is it the dogs Are using the guns Or the handlers <laughs> <laughs> <So>, Look maybe <laughs> If the
1: dogs are using The guns That's why it's so expensive
5: Scooby Doo is suddenly <laughs> A very different movie um, that's the advantage of the sails is that due to the curvature of, of them you can sit on top and you can see all the seagulls off the side so they've just mounted uh, machine guns on the top of each sail oh, wow. and they've got you know like a beagle attached to it <laughs> oh my and um, it's just gatling gunning all the...
3: How is it only gunning the gulls and not mm. the dogs?
5: Yeah if you just hear that there that's the uh, gatling gun going off again and he's just, he's just annihilated... What a good boy. He's, he's just annihilated some more <laughs> seagulls.
1: Is that an opera singer I can hear in the background? Yeah,
5: um the dogs obviously the dogs can get a bit stressed when they're committing this much murder, so they've gotten the Australian opera choir out here to to ease the dogs' nerves, uh, while they're committing such I wouldn't say war crimes, because I think all fair in love and war.
3: No, that's fair, they're poor crimes, aren't they?
2: Yes. Oh. And and do the uh, do the seagulls fight back at all? Like is there Have they got little bird guns? Is there, is there countering... some aerial bombardment going on? An insurgency?
5: The advantage with seagulls are is that there's just that many of them that they just all fly at a dog at once and then try to rip it apart like it's a grilled fish and
2: chips. Right, okay. So,
1: Xander, as far as you can tell at this point, are the seagull terrorists winning or are the brave boys um, and girls of the canine squad on top?
2: Well,
5: uh, since it is brunch time right now, it is probably the most intense battle hour of the day, and I think the dogs are just edging it out. But how long they can afford to keep up this assault, I'm not sure, because the seagulls keep coming, and there's no end in sight.
2: it does sound like a bit of a job. Xander, oh. Oh. Can, can you just go and uh,
3: find
1: out
5: who's a good boy? I'll, I'll find out if there's a good boy.
0: The Chaser Report
3: More news, less often. Just before we go, Charles is back. Where have you been?
2: Well, actually, I'm too mysterious. Sorry. And I'd like to also deny that I was on tour with The War on 2021, Mm. which uh, there's still some seats available in uh, Penrith on Wednesday and uh, Enmore on Thursday. So if you're you're in Sydney, uh, you can still buy tickets to the show.
3: Comps only, surely. Like, I'll come if you give me a free ticket. But well,
2: anyway, <laughs> point is so. But I wasn't doing that. What I was actually doing, right, was I was looking into the mysterious disappearance of MH370. Oh, what? really? Yes. Is.
1: Oh, so you're saying this whole tour you've been doing is actually just sort of a,
2: a very yes. clever cover for it, your real mission? It's to put everyone off the scent, just like the pilot put people off the scent. Really? According to a new theory. Released by a New Zealander. So what happened is Richard Godfrey has done all the um, work and looked at all the pieces of the puzzle in this, mm-hmm. you know, amazing disappearance of this A Of An entire
1: plane, play, yes. a plane that you wouldn't thought, think could just disappear, yeah. And indeed.
2: and he what he is saying is that it was a politically motivated hostage taking situation that the pilot actually took the entire plane hostage, really, as a protest against the jailing of former Prime Minister of Malaysia, Inuit Ibrahim, which happened just the day before. Oh, right. right. Although this Richard guy, he acknowledges that he has no evidence for this theory. Well, that's what you're getting. And that it is speculation, he has a compelling case, which is that... For 22 minutes, the plane just went around and around in circles Mm. before heading off to the Great Southern Ocean. Like the
1: Malaysian judicial
2: system. Yeah, and and his speculation is that Anwar Ibrahim was on the phone to the pilot at that point trying to negotiate for him to sort of just let the hostages go and um, sort of thing. And there's no evidence for this. But what an amazing theory! <laughs> okay, <laughs> Sorry.
1: so it was one day before the event that precipitated this attack. Yes, uh, happened literally a day. So he had he had less than twenty four hours to get this whole thing happening. Yeah, and yeah. it happened.
2: And then this is very strange. Yeah. So there you go. I've so That's case closed as far as I'm concerned.
1: Uh, I yeah. just feel like. Yeah, this uh, this conversation went <laughs> round and in circles, and mm. then rapidly accelerated into yeah. the
3: ocean.
2: Is it's that the MH three seventy of podcasts. <laughs> so where is
3: it now? Yeah. I wish I'd go missing. <laughs> I, mean, I was, was going to say how much we. I was going
2: to say how much we'd missed you, Charles. But I'm not maybe Italian, we should, sure that's true.
3: Maybe we should just let him go back to whatever it is he's not doing.
2: Okay, well I'm going to go and do my live tour. I mean, more research. Oh my god, on the MH three seventy.
3: Uh, thanks, Charles. I have a theory that their show will remain half sold.
2: <laughs> I have a theory that our gear is from Rode Microphones and that we are part of the A-Cast creating it. No, Oh you're,
3: No, you're just talking crazy.
1: It's as though no, you never left. And it, look, if you are going to Charles' live show, travel there on
2: Malaysian Airlines.
3: Yeah, and heckle him because I just think that would be funny.
2: And give Malaysia Airlines a five-star
4: review. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.